Another example of memories of the Kansas City Athletics. The date is July 17, 1966. It's game one of a doubleheader, and the Red Sox with Raleigh Sheldon are visiting Municipal Stadium. Jim Nash is on the mound for the Athletics. We offer 80 minutes of Kansas City memories called by Monty Moore and Lynn Farris. 80 minutes that create smiles on the faces of A's fans. This selection covers the bottom of the fifth through the bottom of the eighth. The selection is on one standard audio cassette with very good clarity. Over number 27 of the year for the Atlanta Braves. Came in the seventh with a man on, and Atlanta will be leading by at least seven to four in their ballgame against Cincinnati. We're ready to go in the bottom half of the fifth and to take you through the rest of the action. Here's Monty Moore. That has knocked in the only Kansas City run of the afternoon. He did it with a hit and run double to right center field back in the second inning. Raleigh Sheldon's been extremely sharp here this afternoon with his breaking ball. He's had a fine slider, a good down breaking curveball. Raleigh always has fine control. He has walked only one batter this afternoon. Big right-hander winds and fires to Rook. Misses high ball one. Rook started this afternoon's doubleheader batting 225. He has knocked in 25 runs for Kansas City. Here's Sheldon's 1-0 pitch. Bouncing ball to the left side of the infield, cut off by Foy, the third baseman. He throws to Scott. There's one away. The Athletics have not hit that ball well at all in the last three innings. Sheldon has been getting stronger and stronger. Here's A's pitcher Jim Nash. The game is all tied up one and one. The Red Sox. Fine shortstop Rico Petricelli. Picked on a changeup thrown by Nash and hit it over the left field fence here in Kansas City. And that is quite a well-earned home run. If you can hit a changeup out of this ballpark, he provided all the power. Sheldon throws a fastball right down the middle of Charles strike. Red Sox have been playing very well. They've won 10 of their last 13 games coming into the doubleheader today. Still one pitch. Foul ball, upper deck, it's out of play. Luke Appling coaching at third base for the A's this afternoon, and now Benson at first. Pitching coach Cotdeal working down in the dugout alongside manager Alvin Dark. And the other A's coach, Bobby Hoffman, is out in the bullpen. Sheldon ahead of Nash at no balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Foul tip. Throw him a curveball. 94 degrees in Kansas City right now. Doesn't seem that here in the ballpark. It's fairly cool everywhere. Looks as if it might be kind of warm out on that mound. Raleigh Sheldon has a very wet uniform. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Strike three called. He threw it right down the middle. Two down. Sheldon has now retired the last seven batters in a row. And now it's back to the top of the eighth batting order for Ossie Chavarria, the shortstop. He walked in the first inning, grounded out to short in the third. He's over one today. Ozzie's a handyman to have around. He can play just about anywhere. Outfield or infield, he has played so far this season for Kansas City. First, second, short, and third. And in the outfield and left field. Here's the pitch. Foul ball back this way. Chase the curveball. Low and away from him. Chavaria batting 191. He certainly got an interesting reprieve from the minor leagues. He had been notified here on an afternoon that he'd been sent to the minors. That was a Thursday afternoon. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Outside, ball one. But in the same game that afternoon, ace pitcher Ralph Terry had suffered an injured ankle. They didn't know how badly it had been hurt until he got to Detroit. 
The X-rated decided it was badly enough injured that they should put him on the disabled list. So before Chavarria got out of town, they got him back to the big leagues. Here's the 1-1 pitch. A changeup hit foul out of play. Raleigh hasn't shown that one much today, only about three times. He worked awfully hard on it in spring training with Kansas City this year down in Bradenton. He had gotten to the point he was really throwing it quite regularly for strikes when he needed it. One ball, two strikes, two out. A tied up one and one game. Last half of the fifth inning. Sheldon pitches. Foul ball back behind the plate up in the air. The catcher, Ryan, coming back. He can't get to it. It lands on the screen right in front of the press box. Pitcher Jack Aker in action today. The A's relief specialist has been given the day off. Manager Alvin Dark said, I don't want to see you in uniform today, even acting like you want to play. He appeared in the last three games in a row. Here's Sheldon's one-two pitch. Strike three swinging. Sheldon retires the side and eight in a row now. Striking out three of the last four batters. So after five innings, the score is Kansas City one, Boston one. Well, you may be planning a trip soon to the land of sky blue waters, and here's something you should know in advance. water best for brewing, tastes best, refreshes you best, and only Ham's has that sky blue water's flavor. Every Ham's has it, glass after glass. That's why Ham's is the one right beer for those who want another. Tastes so right, it bears repeating. From the land of sky blue City Athletic Games are brought to you by Ham's Beer. Have a Ham's. It refreshes you best. Now we start the sixth inning of a tied-up one-and-one ball game. Here's George Scott, the Red Sox first baseman who received enough votes on his sterling first-half season play to be named the All-Star first baseman of the American League this year. batting 269. Here's the pitch. Nash curves him and he fouls it off. Strike one. Nash has thrown a lot of off-speed pitches to Scott this afternoon. Change up some curveballs. Got him on the ground out to third in the second inning. Walked him in the third. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Another curveball. This one's in there. No balls. Two strikes. Jim has had a real fine follow-through on his last two curveballs. And that ball is snapping in there. ready to play behind 0-2. Here's a pitch. Another curve. He struck him out swinging. Three straight curveballs to the right-handed batter. He took two of them, swung at one, and bounced in the dirt. And there's one away here in the sixth inning. That's strikeout number three for the A's rookie right-hander. Here's Joe Foy, who's been one of the hottest hitters for the Red Sox the last couple of weeks. In the second inning here today, he walked. He struck out in the third. Boston one, Kansas City one. Nash winds up. Pops that fastball up above the catcher's head over the umpire. Back to the screen, ball one. As far as strikeouts go in the big leagues, Nash in his first start went six in the third inning, striking out seven Detroit Tiger batters. And his last start a week ago today against Cleveland, he went all the way and struck out five. Here's the 1-0 pitch, a changeup inside. 2-0 now. He's been behind a lot more of the Boston batters today than he has been in any game so far. His first game, he walked three batters. He walked only one against Cleveland here going all the way last Sunday. Fastball, and it popped up. Very shallow center field. Chavarria, the shortstop, going back. Calling 
for it, and he makes the catch right in front of Jim Gosker. So they're two away here in the sixth inning, and the batter, George Smith, second baseman. Chavarria has recorded four of the last five outs. He caught two line drives in the fifth inning and a pop-up in the fifth. As a matter of fact, he got all three put-outs in the fifth inning. George Smith, a right-handed batter for the Red Sox, stands at the plate with a choke grip on the bat. Strike calls from Matt. He threw that one hard. George Smith batting 209. He's hit seven home runs. One pitch, curveball. It's over the plate, but in, but a little high. It's one and one. Nash pitches way outside with a curve. Ball two. In the National League, the Philadelphia Phillies, who beat the Dodgers in the first game, Leading the Dodgers one to nothing after three innings. Two one pitch, fastball foul upstairs. While well, they chase that one or get a new ball in play, let's pause for station identification. This is the Kansas City Athletics Baseball Network. Kansas City's best station when you hear the best music. KCMO dial 81, 94 degrees. Now one minute 30 seconds past three. Nash pitching to George Smith. Tied up one and one game. Here's the wind. The pitch. Hit very late and foul down the right field line. At Municipal Stadium in Kansas City, this is Monty Moore along with Lynn Ferris, our engineer Bob Bowens today, and our statistician Roy Jones. We came to the park all set for the big doubleheader today. Eight doubleheaders around baseball. Nine doubleheaders, Jones tells a 2-2 pitch. Fastball hit deep to left. Way back goes Saul. It's over his head up against the fence. George Smith is at least a double. He's rounding second. He's going to try for third. Here's a throw from Chavarria to Charles. Safe at third base. A triple for George Smith with two down in the sixth inning. They had a chance to get him. Smith rounded second, going towards third. The throw from Larry Stoll came to Chavarria, the relay man. He fired it to Charles, but it was a little bit outside the foul line. Charles had to reach to his left and get the ball and could not get back over there in time to make the tag. So now with two down, here is Ryan at the plate with the tie-breaking run on third. batting catcher for the Red Sox. Nash winds up. Here's a pitch. It's a little low. Ball one. Hit number five for the Red Sox. They've had a home run and a triple for extra bases. And three singles off Nash. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one. He scored that one by him. is 1-1 one, one pitch. Strike two. He's throwing that fastball in there hard now. One ball, two strikes to count. The day when Nash has got in trouble, he's gone to the smokers. There it is again. Hit on the ground hard to the right of the shortstop. In the left field, of base head, and the Red Sox take the lead 2-1. Nash threw two straight fastballs, came in with another one. This time, Ryan got hold of it. Hit it off the glove of the A shortstop, Chavarria. So the Red Sox lead now after two were down in the sixth inning. Here's the Red Sox pitcher. With no balls and two strikes. Nash thought he could get another one by the batter and let her rip, but he didn't get it by. Here's a pitch to Sheldon. Bouncing ball to Chavarria at short. He goes a short route for the third out, a toss over to Green, the fourth line coming into second base. But the Red Sox take the lead here in the sixth inning on two hits, and the score in the middle of the sixth is Boston 2, Kansas City 1. They 
If you rent or lease trucks, cash in on over 30 years experience in serving Kansas City's trucking needs at Valentine Truck Rental, 3626 Main and 500 West 4th Street. Whatever size you need, from an Econo line to a large tandem axle diesel sleeper, Valentine Drive Yourself can help you. Tandem axle sleepers are equipped with air conditioning, something drivers will appreciate in the hot weather coming up, and for guaranteed satisfaction and low cost, reserve your truck now. Call Jefferson 12500 or stop at the sign of the Hard and Arrow. Valentine Drive Yourself, 3626 Main and 500 West 4th Street. Whether your business is large or small, communications is an integral part of your operation. In Kansas City, Audio Communications, the division of KCMO Broadcasting, provides the experience and the know-how to design and install any of your intercommunication needs. Call Audio Communications at Grand 15858. They have the sound answer for your communication problem. And they will provide the design, engineering, installation, and service. That's Audio Communications. in a familiar position now for the last few days. They've got to start playing catch-up. We're behind by one run. Last half of the sixth, three times in yesterday's game with the Yankees, we fell behind. All three times we caught up. But the fourth time was too much. A jackpot home run in the 10th inning beat us. In the National League in the 8th inning, the Atlanta Braves are leading Cincinnati 7-4. In the American League, second game of a doubleheader, Baltimore against Chicago. Jim Palmer with a 9-4 record, pitches for Baltimore. Jack LeMay with a 4-5 record for the White Sox. The White Sox won the first game 5-1. That's the second game of a doubleheader about ready to start. By the way, in that Yankee-Minnesota game, it's Jim Bowden pitching the second game and not Al Downing as the wire sent over at first. Here's Jim Gosker. He's had two hits today for Kansas City. Raleigh Sheldon with a one-run lead delivers. Low and inside with a breaking ball. George Smith belted a triple off the wall just out of the reach. Actually, it hit the glove of Larry Stahl, the A's left fielder, as it was going down towards the wall. Larry had gone so deep, he had a long ways to run to get it. Here's the 1-0 pitch. There's a drive towards right field that should be caught. It's in the air high enough for Canigliaro to get under, and he's got it. One away. Here's Mike Hirschberger. Came up in the first inning with two on and nobody down and lined out to right field. He came up in the third inning and struck out. Hertzberger was stopped without any hits three games in a row by Cleveland. But then in the last Cleveland game, he got a hit. And in all three Yankee games, he had two hits a ball game. So he started today hitting 278. Sheldon pitches. Fastball fouled off. Strike one. Raleigh's just moving that ball around pretty well on Mike this afternoon. Score here. The Red Sox lead. Two to one. Last half of the sixth inning and one out. There'll be another game. Bill Stafford pitches the second game against Lee Sang. Bouncing ball to the left side. Joe Foy has got it. Throws the first. He has really got the A's off balance. This guy Sheldon's pitching a great game now. In the early innings, Kansas City had him on the ropes but couldn't put him out. He threw a slider that time away from Hershberger. Mike trying to pull the ball. Just barely got hold of it. Now with two down, here's Roger Repose, the A's first baseman who has hit into a double play and struck out. He stopped him yesterday and stopped a seven-game hitting streak. Knock speed pitches low, ball one. A call strike one and one. This guy hasn't made a bad pitch now in about three or four innings. I mean, he has had every pitch almost exactly where he's wanted. That's the way Raleigh pitches. When he's got control, he's tough to beat. Now the one and one pitch. 
Bouncing ball right side, very weakly hit to the first baseman, Scott. He lobs it over to first and repose it out at first, Sheldon taking the throw. A high fastball away from repose. It tries to pull most everything, and Raleigh's got the A's doing what he wants it to do. He has now retired 11 batters in a row. Nobody's even hit the ball hard in the last four innings. So the score after six full innings is Boston 2, Kansas City 1. Now just for a moment, why don't you close your eyes and wrap your hand around a cold ham beer and bend an ear to this. Listen. The land of sky blue waters is calling. From the land of sky blue waters, come the with water best for brewing. Tastes best, refreshes you best. Only hams has that refreshing sky blue waters flavor. Every hams has it. Glass after glass after glass. The one right beer for those who want another. Hams taste so right, it bears repeating. Get brewing the After six innings of the game, here's the line score. The Red Sox, two runs, six hits, and no errors. The Athletics, one run, five hits, and no errors. Raleigh Sheldon against Jim Nash. In the other two starts, Nash has had lots of runs to work with. Now today, not had very much offensive help after the first couple of innings. The A's hit that ball hard, but they haven't since. Petroselli had a home run off a changeup the last time up, and this time Nash starts him off with a fastball called strike. There's a curve, and he hits it hard to left field, but right straight at Larry Stahl. He's got it. One away. I'll tell you, this Petroselli is a good-looking hitter. Here's Jose Tartabol, Red Sox center fielder. He's single in the first inning. He has popped to short and lined out to short his other two times up. Up. Here's a pitch. Carnival looks at a call strike. Another fastball inside. It's one and one. From the looks of the crowd and just a quick guess, I'd guess between 14 and 16,000 here maybe today. Maybe not that many. Here's a one-one pitch. Curve. Wrap foul into the crowd along the right field line. that the Athletics will be back home after an 11-day road trip and will open against the Detroit Tigers a big weekend series on July 29th. That's a Friday night. And Automotive Industries Night will be here on Saturday night at 6 o'clock July the 30th. There's a fastball called strike three. Tartable knew it. He couldn't pull the trigger on that one. Strikeout number four for Jim Nash. There are two out and here's Carl Yastrzemski. Father-son game will be played between games of the July 31st doubleheader between Detroit and Kansas City. Sons of the A's players will be dressed out in uniforms identical to their famous dad. Here's a pitch to Yastrzemski, a fastball called strike one. And the daughters of the A's players this year will be in the act for the first time. The wives are getting together and making up cheerleading uniforms for all the daughters. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Change up as low as one and one. Nash fires. Jastrzemski swings. Hits it hard to the right of Green. He knocks it down. Picks it up. Throws the first. Fine play. He got him. Side retired in order in the seventh inning. And now it's the home stretch inning here. With the score reading, Boston 2, Kansas City 1. Now, KCMO Confidential. 60 seconds inside a great radio station. It's early in the morning. The alarm rings. Your wife prods you out of bed with an elbow and a few well-chosen words. 
a quick brush of the teeth and the morning ritual of the shave, and you begin to come alive. Now, to get the day off on the right foot, you sit down to a breakfast fit for a Northwood logger, pop a vitamin pill, and dial 81. KCLO time is exactly 6.55. Morning, Don Harrison reporting standard news roundup. Bruce Rice from the Ram Edition Sports Station. This is Dallas Townsend in New York for the CBS World News Roundup. Now you're ready. With a spring in your step and the important news neatly filed in your brain, you lift the house. Prepare to face the realities of the world. You smile. You should. You've got the important news. This has been KCMO Confidential. 60 seconds inside a great radio station. It's a matter to start the seventh inning for Kansas City. He'll be followed by Larry Stahl and Dick Green against Raleigh Sheldon. Sheldon has retired the last 11 batters in a row. During the course of the game, Kansas City's had five hits. They got three hits in the second inning, but could only get one run. The key play of the inning being when Ed Charles got a looping single in the right field. But he got a little too far off first base and got picked off. Not picked off, but in a rundown after the play fell out in right field. Following that, Stoll got a single and Roof a double. The A's could have had a pretty big inning. Here's Ed Charles to try to get one started now. Pitch is outside, ball one. The A's fans with that rhythmic applause trying to get something going here, helping the home team. Here's the pitch. Carl bounced it to the third baseman. Off his chest. He picks it up. Throws it over to first. He's out of there. Every ball the A's have hit hard today has gone right at somebody. Sheldon has retired 12 men in a row now. And the batter is Larry Stahl, who singled and scored the A's only run back in the second inning. Field around to the right. Here's the line. The pitch on the way. There's a drive to right center field. It is hit pretty hard. Tartable coming after it. He can't get it. It goes by him all the way to the fence. Stahl digging around second. He's going to third. Larry Stahl going to third. He'll hold up as the ball comes into the plate. It's a triple for Stahl.
Park. It's passing out in Sam's parking lot now. But very foul. One ball, one strike to count as the swinging A's have come back to town to tie up the Red Sox. He hung a slider that time, and Green had a pretty good cut at it, but got under it. The Phillies are leading the Dodgers 1-0. In the fifth inning of the second game of their doubleheader, the Dodgers did not score in the first game. One ball, two strikes. Sheldon throws. Green swings. Bounce it foul. Has been up with every pitch to Green, except the one he threw in the dirt. Hey, those hot California Angels are putting it on Washington. In the fifth inning, it's California three, Washington nothing. Those Angels are up in third place. One ball, two strike count on Dick Green. Game all tied up 2-2 here in the seventh inning. Ellen pitches again. Green hits that one back through the middle in the center field. The base hit. Audible feels this one down on one knee, and Green is on. So the armor is finally dented after Sheldon retired. Twelve in a row. Larry Stahl belted a triple out into right center. And now Dick Green has a base hit. Farm Club won again today. They won last night and they won again today. Five to four to two today. Five to three last night. Our Vancouver Club, Ramon Webster, just hit a home run in the first inning against Phoenix. Here's Phil Roof. Pitch is inside, ball one. That Vancouver Club has been playing well again lately. They won four games from Oklahoma City in a recent series. Manager Alvin Dart got to see that one. One ball and no strikes to count. Here's a pitch. High ball two. Raleigh has really been up with his pitches the last three batters. He's got to be getting tired out there. His uniform is completely soaked all the way through. He started off with a light gray. He now is playing in a dark blue uniform. Looks almost like a Chicago White Sox road uniform. Bill Roof has knocked in one run today for the A's. That's the play. Green leading off first. Here's a pitch. Swing and a miss. Track one at two and one now. A left-hander has joined Don McMahon, a right-hander, in the Red Sox bullpen. Ken Sanders is throwing for the A's. Game all tied at two and two. Here's a pitch. Bouncer foul down the third baseline. Sheldon seems to be trying to jam Roof now. Roof hurt him with an off-field double to right center field. Talking with Phil prior to the ball game, he's had. You know, a spike wound on his right thumb, right where he grips the bat. And since he has been wearing tape on his hand, that's a pretty good target. Most of the pitchers, he said, have been trying to jam him. But he said it's no different. Anybody else has a wound, he tries to jam them. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Foul ball. Green was off and running, or trotting, I should say, from first. Green is limping quite a bit today. I noticed it in the first inning. I don't know what's wrong. But he's been limping today. Top of that, he got blasted in the bread basket. Now they're going to have a runner go in for him now. As I mentioned, he started trotting off first base on a hit and run play, and Ernie Fazio is going to go in and run for him. He could represent the winning run of the ball game, so Alvin Dark can't afford to have anybody limping out there right now. In case Roof gets hold of one, he's got to have somebody can go all the way. A count, two balls, two strikes. A throw to first, Sheldon takes a crack at that pinch runner right off the bat. The A's two and the Red Sox two. Last half of the seventh. There's another throw to first. Fazio's back in plenty of time. 
the first. three times. He knows one thing. The A's had a play on with Green, and he was laughing, and they took him out of the game. He sort of figures maybe they may have that same play on again. Now he just stepped off the rubber to try to catch Fazio going. Raleigh's using every trick in the book. There goes Fazio. Bluffing and start. He's not going anywhere, and the pitch is inside. Ball three. Ernie took three real quick steps towards second base. Just enough, maybe, to force Raleigh miss the strike zone with a pitch. With a count, three balls, two strikes. Bill Roof at the plate, Ernie Fazio, the runner at first. There goes Fazio, here's a pitch, it's hit foul out of the ballpark. Look out, Charlie O. Right in Charlie O, the A-Mule mascot fan. Charlie has a pen out there behind the picnic ground. Sort of overlooking the ballpark, and Phil Roof just hit one in there. Charlie O's had lots of baseballs up there. I don't remember one up there all last year, but I've seen three going there that I know of this year. He's got a, he usually wears a baseball cap. We're going to have to give him a glove. All right, three-tooth count. There goes Fadio. Here's a pitch. It's fouled up in the air. Outside of third towards the stands, and no play on this one. Fazio motors back in the first base. Wow, Sheldon rubs up a new ball. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Kansas City A's Baseball Network. This is KCMO, Radio 81, Kansas City, Missouri. 27 minutes past 3 o'clock. 95 degrees. At Municipal Stadium in Kansas City, another great battle going right down to the stretch. It's 3-2 count on Roof, who's fouled off two in a row with Ernie Fazio running from first. There goes Fazio again. There's a bouncing ball at shortstop. Petroselli's got only one play. That's over to first. He got Roof. But by starting the runner from first base, the A's break up any double play can and put a possible lead run down at second base. And now the pitcher is due to bat here. And Big Jim's going to bat for himself. A base hit here, could knock in a run. Here's the pitch. Swinging strike one, he went for a breaking ball and didn't get it. Say, the Cubs and the Cardinals looked up in a dandy today. Each team has scored one run in the 11th inning of an extra inning ball game. I'll make it the 10th inning, and it's tied 3-3. Nash fouls off another curveball, strike two. He almost backed into a base hit there. He was backing away from the curve and had a pretty good swing. By the time he backed away, he swung right into the ball. Yeah, the Cardinals and the Cubs hooked up in an extra inning battle. The Cubs scored a run in the tenth to take the lead. The Cardinals came back to time in the last of the tenth. Here's an 0-2 pitch to Nash. Outside, ball one. Ernie Fazio down at second in a tied-up 2-2 ball game. Ken Sanders is no longer throwing in the A's bullpen. The pitch. Nash passes it back to the mound on one hop. There's a throw to first base. He got him. So the A's rally. Net one run on two hits. One man left on base. And the score after seven full innings. Boston 2, Kansas City 2. Now, KCMO Confidential. 60 seconds inside a great radio station. It's 5 a.m. at KCMO Radio. A slight figure hunts against the morning breeze. In the background, the screen, Latin shrugs, sprinkles, specials can be heard as the all-night milk-dipping show fades slowly into limbo. The studio A base hit here, could knock in a run. Here's the pitch. Swinging strike one, he went for a breaking ball and didn't get it. Say, the Cubs and the Cardinals hooked up in a dandy today. Each team has scored one run in the 11th inning of an extra inning ball game. 
make it the tenth inning, and it's tied 3-3. Three, three. Nash fouls off another curveball, strike two. He almost backed into a base hit there. He was backing away from the curve and had a pretty good swing by the time he backed away. He's one right into the ball. Yeah, the Cardinals and the Cubs hooked up in an extra inning battle. The Cubs scored a run in the tenth to take the lead. The Cardinals came back to time in the last of the tenth. Here's an 0-2 pitch to Nash. Outside, ball one. Ernie Fazio down at second in a tied up 2-2 ball game. Ken Sanders is no longer throwing in the A's bullpen. The pitch. Nash bounced it back to the mound on one hop. There's a throw to first base. He got him. So the A's rally. Nets one run on two hits. One man left on base. And the score after seven full innings. Boston 2, Kansas City 2. And now, KCMO Confidential. 60 seconds inside a great radio station. It's 5 a.m. at KCMO Radio. A slight picture punched against the morning breeze. In the background, Boston Springs, Latin, Shrugs, Quizzles, Specials, and Be Heard, and the all-night note-looking show fades slowly into limbo. The studio door. A coat draped over what appears to be an only neglecting camera bar. A body slumped into a chair with a sigh. And suddenly... Good morning, world! The day takes on a frightening scene on the Jack Elliott Show. Five hours of fun and fun. Special features of the Jack Elliott Show include agro news, sports, weather, and the important news. Dial 81, DCMO for Jack Elliott. This has been DCMO Confidential. 67 inside of this radio station. off for the Red Sox now against Jim Nash in a tied up 2-2 game. These Red Sox have lots of power coming up. Canigliaro, Scott, and Foy, all three right-handed batters with a wind blowing out in this ballpark today. Makes it very, very conducive for the long ball. They have hit one out here today. Here's Nash winding and pitching. Swing and a miss, and Canigliaro had a home run cut at that fastball. Alive. He was wound up and ready to shoot one right out of here that time. He just didn't connect. The 0-1 pitch. Fastball a little high. It's outside this time, too. One and one. Jim Nash in his third big league start has had fine durability. And you know an odd thing about it. All three of his starts have been on Sunday afternoon. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Curve. Hit hard. Foul down the left field line. Jim's been struggling with that curveball today, and he has not had his changeup over for strikes either. Last Sunday here, he had every pitch he had, and he had fine control of it. Could throw it just about where he wanted, when he wanted. Very rare occasion for a fellow this young to be able to do that. Not many old-timers can do that. Here's a one-and-two pitch. Swing and a miss. He fired one by him. Strike three. It's hard to get ready for one like that. Strikeout number five for Nash. Now here's George Scott. That was a well-placed fastball. If Canigliaro would have hit it, his best shot probably would have been a slow roller to second base. Well out over the black part of the plate. Game tied two and two. Kansas City and Boston. Here's Scott ready. Pitch is low. The last time Scott came up there, Nash threw in three straight curveballs. He took the first two for strikes and swung at the last one as it bounced into play in the dirt. Here's a 1-0 pitch. There's the curve again, but he missed a mile with that one. Ball two. Say, if you're going to miss, it's better to miss a mile with one you're hanging like that to this guy. Don't miss with it out over the plate. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Strike one. Scott tried to hit it into Nebraska. Isn't that what Ned Martin said he's been doing this year? Had the Red Sox broadcaster on our baseball warm-up show, and he said Scott tried in the early part of the season hit about three in Nebraska when they were playing in New York. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Change up. 
Hit on the ground of the shortstop. Cavaria's got it. There's the throw to repose. He got him. Two down. Here's Joe Foy now, and Foy has walked, struck out, and popped up to the shortstop. Boy, it's good to have you with us again today, fans, on the radio, wherever you may be listening in. Way out in Kansas, up in Nebraska and Iowa, we got lots of mail from up there. Here's a pitch. Boy, hits a ground ball to the shortstop. Chavaria gobbles it up. Throws the repose. Three up and three down. Big Jim Nash has retired seven in a row now. We go to the whole half of the eighth inning with a score all knotted up. The A's two and the Red Sox two. A major league team can't foresee when no one's accident is going to happen to a player, nor can you tell when a member of your family is going to get sick and cost you a lot in doctor bills. Well, friendly Bob Adams over at GFC Loan Company understands these situations. If you're stuck, phone Bob at Grand 15373. Tell him what you need. Anything from $25 to $2,000. Folks at GFC will get right to work, have everything arranged for you within a matter of hours. You can even get your money the same day you phone for it. All you have to do is walk in, sign your name, and walk out with your money. There are 12 convenient locations in the Kansas City area, one sure to be near you. The downtown office located at 1013 Main. So don't worry about how to pay your bills when illness strikes. You've got a real good friend at the other end of your telephone. Get help without a minute wasted. Call Friendly Bob. You can call him today at the GFC Loan Company, Grand 15373. That's GFC. All offices open Monday and Friday evenings until 7.30. Well, we're going to the last half of the eighth inning of another tight one. Now, just looking back on our scorebook here to try to find out, I know one thing, I'm beginning to develop a hoarseness in these real tight games lately. And here's why. We have not been out of a ball game or far enough ahead in the late innings of a game to have any kind of a let-up. In about three weeks, the Orioles beat us 11 to nothing one night. It was the first game of a doubleheader, and we came back to win the second game 9 to 8. But other than that 11 nothing game, you've got to go all the way back to June 30th when the Orioles beat us 11 to 3 to a game where we weren't in up to the last pitch of the ball game. Or a game where we were leading up to the last pitch, the other team had a chance. Here's Raleigh Sheldon against Ossie Chavaria now. Ozzie, the leadoff batter, 0 for 2 today. Sheldon pitches. Ozzie bumps that ball to the first base side. That's going to be a tough play. Scott picks it up. No, it's not so tough after all. He tagged him out. Scott was closer to the bag than it looked like. Ozzie bunted the ball pretty hard. He wanted to make the first baseman feel the ball, but he wanted to make him feel it a little bit farther from the bag. Another thing, you get used to seeing Campaneros bump the ball in that area, and the very few guys get down that first base line as fast as Campy. If Campy puts one where Chavaria did, he has a base hit. So there's one out here in the eighth inning. Scott, rather than tagging the bag, tagged the sliding Chavaria that time. Here's Jim Gosker, left-handed batting aid center fielder. Slider is low, ball one. Gosker had a hit in the first inning. He had a punt single in the third. He's two for three here today. Larry Stahl has had two hits today. Roof has had a double to knock in a run. Here's the 1-0 pitch. A drag punt past the mound. It's going to be another tough play. Gosker's got another base hit. Jim Gosker. No Billy Jones today prior to the ball game. He was going to get two drag punt base hits in the first ball game. I couldn't say that before. I didn't want the Red Sox to listen. Now here comes Gosser out of the ball game. Camp and Harris is going to run for it. I'll tell you, that Gosser is as good a drag punter as I believe we've ever had. is on the run for Gosger. With a right-hand pitcher going in that second game, I imagine Goose will be back in there again for that second ball game. He can go back up and rest for a while now, get ready for it. Here's Mike Hirschberger with Campaneras, the bench runner. One down, last of the eighth. The A's fans start chanting, go, go, go. Sheldon throws back over to first. Campy said running doesn't hurt his shoulder too much or his neck. Swinging the bat is awfully painful, though. Mike Hirschberger up. He's 0 for 3 today. Here's another throw to first. Back in safely, Cavaneras. 
a time for some kind of a play to be put on in a ball game. It could be this inning. Tied up 2-2 game. There goes Campy. Here's a pitch taken. Throw down to second base. Campy. could give the A's the lead in the ball game as Campy has gone in for Josker and promptly stolen second. There's the sign. They're going to bring in a left-handed pitcher here. At least that's the sign Billy Herman made. A left-handed pitcher being brought in. Now with that situation, that might mean they're going to walk Hertzberger with first base open and let the left-hander pitch to repose. We're just guessing. time ago it's not really good to try to uh, second guess managers and certainly we're not doing that but just trying to set the stage for you so dick sigmund comes on for the red sox riley sheldon pitches well here today i'll tell you that pitches seven and one-third innings in the first game and he leaves with a game tied 2-2 but he's responsible for the runner down at second with one away in first base open it'll be interesting to see if Sigmund goes ahead and pitches to Hershberger well Lynn you want to give us a rundown on Sigmund or something give me a little breather here this is Sigmund's 22nd appearance of the year the ace KO'd him the last time Boston was in when he was in a starting assignment He's pitched just one complete game of his 10 starts, has a record of two wins and one loss, a total of 65 innings worked. And in those 65 innings, he's been tagged for 66 hits, a little better than a hit an inning, good for 35 runs. He's yielded 12 homers, a little bit encouraging for the A's because that's high on a Boston ball club among their pitchers. He has 49 strikeouts. Earned run average of 4.57. Sheldon pitched real, real good baseball. Riley, as we have mentioned, but this for late listeners, had retired 12 men in a row from the third inning when one was out until the seventh when one was out. And it was Larry Stahl's triple. The Tartable tried to get a shifting catch on. It broke it up. We thought they might do. They're going ahead and watching Mike Hertzberger. There goes Campanera trying to steal third. The throw's there. He makes it. Great slide. They're going to 
to go ahead and walk Hershberger anyway. Well, he's got a pretty good runner over there at third base. This is a really an interesting situation here. And as much as Gosger is the guy who got the base hit, Campanaris ran for him and sold two bases. And now Nostic is running for Campanaris. And the batter is Roger Repose with runners at first and third. Of course, what they're trying to do here is set up the double play. It's a tied up 2-2 ball game. Boy, Campy really put a spark in this old game. He got in for just, well, what, three pitches? He set this ball park of fire. Don't on shame, little guy is not able to play every day. But I'll tell you, when he's able to play, he's in there. All right, here's Roger Repose. The Red Sox infield playing double play. Here's the pitch. Roger takes it high, ball one. That was a purpose pitch that time. They were just trying to find out if the squeeze play might have been on. The catcher jumps up. He was going to take that pitch high all the way. Joe Nostic, the runner at third. Hershberger at first. Only one away in a tied-up 2-2 game in the eighth inning. Roger Repose could knock in the lead run of the game with a fly ball to the outfield. Oh, they're really shallow on the right side. Here's the pitch. He takes a strike at one and one. A right-hander, Don McMahon, is out of the bullpen. The way managers move these days, if Sigmund gets reposed, the right-hander may be brought in to face Charles. Well, let's get reposed. How base it. Here's the one-on-one pitch. Hi! Again, they're looking for the bunt. Ball two. A pitcher's in a pretty tough spot here, really, with a leading run at third. He wants to throw the ball high in case they've got the squeeze play on. Yet, if he throws it high, that's the one the guy can hit into the air in the outfield. They count two balls, one strike. Nasek leads at third. Here's the pitch. Fly ball, very shallow right center field this time. Nasek is tagging at third. Canigliaro makes the catch. Here comes Nasek down the line. Here comes the throw. It's cut off, and Nasek goes back into third base. So Roger Repose couldn't get him in. He hit a fly ball to shallow right center field, and Billy Herman is going to the mound again. Ed Charles, the batter here. a great reliever for the Red Sox, and they may call him in right here. Billy Herman has asked for the baseball. He's called for McMahon. So the left-hander, Stickman, came in and certainly did his job. Yes, he did. The walk to Hershberger, of course, was intentional. So while you charge him with that, you don't uh, charge him in a sense of uh, a blame. That was the strategy. He carried it out, and he got a very big man in getting repos to pop the ball up. Nasek, uh, in all probability, would have been a dead duck had he, uh, had he tried to come in from third base because Canigliaro was very mindful of Nasek's presence at third, also knowing Nasek's a good base runner, was with good speed. And uh, I would say probably he had his mind more on the play at the plate, or possible play at the plate, really, than... Uh, Anything else? And it wasn't hit far enough for Nostic to make a try on it. So Sigmund's out of the ball game. And Don McMahon attained from the Cleveland Indians in a deal with Senator Earl Wilson over to, uh, or no, uh, McMahon, yeah, that's right. McMahon and Stang they got from Cleveland. They made another deal, Earl Wilson, with uh, Detroit. He's in there now for his 34th appearance. Been in relief roles. He hasn't started any ball games. Record of six wins and five losses. Earned run average of 3.38. He's been officially credited with two saves. He's given up just 18 runs in 48 and one third innings. They came on 35 hits, and he's been tagged for six homers. So Alvin Dark is going to do a little maneuvering here and counter Billy Herman's move with catcher Tim Salton, who's been hitting nothing but skyrocket shots, and a few times he's been up. Salton coming to the A's from their Mobile Farm Club just about a week ago, has a batting average of 429. This is the seventh ball game in which he's appeared. He's been up seven times and has three hits, including two doubles and a triple. And this is really, I would say, the... Key to the whole ball game right here. 
Bear in mind, we're in the bottom half of the eighth inning. There are two men out, runners at first and third. The key man here is the man at third. Fly ball won't help unless it drops in someplace. McMahon is a right-hander who wears number 44. So Herman, mindful that the A's had Ed Charles, a right-handed batter, coming up, takes Stigman out, goes with a right-hander. Alvin Dark counters by sending up the left-handed hitting Carlton to face Don McMahon. And a base hit is a real necessity here. All right, Dalton is up there. Necessity here. All right, Dalton is up there. I'll say one thing for Tim. He'll come off that bench swinging the bat. He has done a lot of it since he got up here in a very short period of time. And seven times up there, he's had three hits. McMahon has got one of the best sliders in the American League. He throws a real good slider. Billy Herman kind of figured ahead, too, that he'd rather have the veteran McMahon pitching to the rookie Thompson than he had Sigmund pitching the veteran Charles in this situation. McMahon gets ready. Here's the pitch. Holden swings away and misses on the first pitch. Strike one. Well, I see the Cardinals have won their game in the 11th inning. Kurt Flood hit a home run, his fifth of the year, to beat the Cubs 4-3. to three. We're tied up here, two and two. Runners at first and third and two down. Eighth inning. McMahon ready. Here's the pitch. Colton fouls it off. And John Wyatt's up in the Boston Red Sox bullpen now. McMahon has quickly gotten ahead of the rookie, Tim Colton. Boy, did that little Campanera put a spark in the game, and he got his finger cut and had to leave the game. Nostic running at third base. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Tolton. There goes Hershberger. The throw down a second will not be made. They'll just give him that one. <laughs> now with first base open. Kind of one and two. I don't think they're going to walk Tolton here. Larry Stoll, another left-handed batter, is coming up right behind him. Hershberger gets credit for a steal. The A's have stolen three bases here in this inning. That was an uncontested steal. I think Mike was kind of hoping they'd throw down there. All right, Nasek at third, Hershberger at second. A base hit could give us two runs now. Stolen cocks that bat. McMahon winds. Here's the pitch. High ball two. They've been keeping that ball up on Salton so far. scored the tying run of the game on a wild pitch earlier. Now the 2-2 pitch to Dalton. Foul ball, upper deck. Still 2-2. Two two. Key man of the inning, Roger Repose, who had a chance to knock in the leading run with a fly ball to the outfield, but it had to be deep, and he didn't get it quite deep enough. He gave her a swing. Salton with a chance. Take a hit now. McMahon ready. Cranks up. Let's it fly. Throw a ball back this way. And that's Salton swings, doesn't he? The count is two balls, two strikes with two on and two out. Last half of the eighth inning of a tied up 2-2 game. And I'd have to say the deuces are wild right here. Campanaris has been taken to the hospital to have a spike wound on his right thumb sewed up. Oh, darn it. it. Might keep him out some more when his neck gets ready. Here's the line. The 2-2 pitch to Tolton on the way. Fly ball, shallow right. Somebody will get that one. Canigliaro coming after it. He's got it, and the Red Sox pitching staff is able to overpower the A's batters in a critical situation here in the eighth inning. So we go to the ninth, still all tied up. Boston 2, Kansas City 2. Do you have to have an emergency before you can get a loan? No, sir. Not if you do business with friendly Bob Adams of the GSC Loan Company. Bob and the folks at GSC want you to know they feel that loans are for happiness as well as for helping you out in need. Now, for example, you might want some smart new luggage for a vacation trip or a really good camera to take souvenir pictures. 
You can go out and shop for them tomorrow, find out how much they cost. Then phone friendly Bob Adams at Grand 15373. Tell Bob how much you need. Any amount over $25, Bob will fix things up for you. The luggage, the camera, plus many more things you want can be yours the same day. Just stop in at the GFC office and pick up the cash. There's one at 501 West 75th Street in Waldo. You can call Bob today if you'd like. His phone number, Grand 15373. Remember, the GFC office is where you can borrow $25 to $2,000. Open Mondays and Fridays until 7.30. There are now 12 offices in the Kansas City area. Bob Adams and GFC. The Athletics have really had to change some defensive positions now. Tim Salton, the catcher, stays in the game to play first base. At second base, Ernie Fazio, he came in to take the place of Dick Green earlier. Chavaria is still at short. Joe Nosick is playing third base for the first time since joining Kansas City. But Joe has played there before and has been working out there before every game. And out in center field is Roger Repose, who is a natural center fielder. So the A's defensive alignment is not even close to what it was when the game started. We're down towards the bottom part of the Boston Red Sox order. 